Peckham World Weekly is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Be sure to click on their banner on this page or visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. 10 financial mistakes that seniors should avoid in today's housing market. Homes are unaffordable and here's the impact on older homeowners and how mortgage professionals can capitalize on reverse mortgages today. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of May 2nd. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Do you remember the insanity in the years 2004 and seven? Well, I do. I'm referring to the housing madness leading up to the housing crash of 2008, of course. And during that time, I found several older homeowners and seniors who had been victimized by unscrupulous mortgage brokers in others being influenced to use their home equity as an ATM machine. In one example, there was an 82-year-old man that had a pick-a-pay loan that was going to blow up in just months because the loan was going to recast into full amortization because of a loan balance trigger. Another is a woman who took out a HELOC because her friend told her to avoid reverse mortgages like the plague. Well, she found herself unable to even afford the interest-only payments just six months later. And the couple in rural Shasta County who bought a brand-new RV from a slick salesman on the promise that they would pay the partial down payment using the proceeds of a reverse mortgage. A reverse mortgage, by the way, that almost didn't close and was not approved, that thanks to their property's numerous issues. Now, with that in mind, here are my list of mistakes that older homeowners should avoid in today's housing market. Number one, taking out a HELOC if you already have little discretionary money left at the end of the month. Number two, doing a cash out refinance only to pull out just a small sum of cash. Number three is not housing related, but I saw this many times, making excessive withdrawals from an IRA or 401k without consideration of the tax liabilities. Number four, refinancing an existing reverse mortgage for just a small net benefit after fees and closing costs. Number five, engaging the services of an unlicensed contractor for repairs or home improvements because it will save you some cash. Number six, making extra mortgage payments when you can barely get by on your monthly income on the attempt to pay down the balance. Number seven, not having a plan for a reduction of income when one spouse passes away. Number eight, suffering financial hardship for years, all in the effort to ensure that the children get the most equity out of your home when you die. Number nine, getting a loan of any kind to give the proceeds to a family member. That's where we often see inner family fraud. And number 10, not having an estate plan in place and also a disinterested third party to help administer the estate when you die. Homes are unaffordable in a recent column in Forbes by Sergei Klebenkov outlines the impacts on not only individuals, but our economy at large. First is the canary in the coal mine. The mortgage industry is slowing so much so that several major firms recently announced layoffs amongst rising interest rates. They have cut jobs with market turbulence. Wells Fargo announced last week they had laid off an undisclosed number of home lending employees. And Better.com announced further layoffs after a round of firings in December in March. Now, with the Federal Reserve gearing up to reduce their portfolio of roughly $5 trillion, let that sink in, and Treasury and mortgage-backed securities next month, 
Long-term interest rates have shot higher, of course, and the 10-year Treasury note has now closed in on 3%. Moody Analytics Chief Economist Mark Zandi says, higher mortgage rates will conflate with extraordinarily high house prices and make purchasing a home unaffordable for most Americans. And he also points out that the average monthly mortgage payment of $1,700 is nearly $500 more than last year, and it's over double what it was a decade ago. So this pressure of of homes now being unaffordable is, of course, going to reduce home prices eventually, which means that older Americans who may want to qualify for a reverse mortgage are going to stand to get a little bit less. That drop in expected home prices is confirmed with Zandi saying, with home sales under pressure, the parabolic increase in house prices will soon peter out. And some price declines by mid-next year seems more than likely. With rates now moving quickly higher and affordability and demand being hammered, prices will come under pressure. And I couldn't agree more. This episode of Heckam World Weekly is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. To learn more about the Open Mortgage way of doing business and how they can help you grow, go to openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us or click on the banner on this page. Traditional mortgage professionals enjoyed one heck of a run when it came to home refinances, but That gig is over, that thanks to the Federal Reserve's series of interest rate hikes. And that leads to a very timely article in Housing Wire entitled How Mortgage Professionals Can Capitalize on Reverse Mortgages. Housing Wire says with interest rates gradually rising and refinance volumes on the decline, How can originators benefit from adding reverse mortgages to their product mix? And for that answer, they went to Jonathan Scarpati with Finance of America Reverse. And Scarpati says reverse mortgages add diversity to the loan offering of originators during the current economic climate. But the benefits that make reverse mortgages such a valuable product addition are not only driven by interest rates or current macroeconomic trends. Now, Scarpati then goes on to cite baby boomer demographics, and we've heard some of these, 10,000 Americans reaching retirement age each and every day, and that's impressive. And also that by 2050, 20% of Americans will be 65 years or older. It's also essential for originators, says Scarpati, to understand that reverse mortgages are not a loan of last resort. Most certainly they are not. Housing Wire then asks, what can originators do to dispel some of the common misconceptions that borrowers have about reverse mortgages? And how does client education play into originator success? Scarpati says it all begins with originators educating themselves. It's very important they understand the product inside and out before they go out to sell. The more they know, the more they will succeed, says Scarpati. Adding that the originators who are successful are those who put in the time to learn the product and know how to market it. But he also cautions it's a slower sales process than many may be used to. And they're going to need to communicate with borrowers in different ways to address their concerns. For the full column, you can go to housingwire.com. 
And that concludes another episode of Heckam World Weekly. We are the nation's only weekly podcast for reverse mortgage professionals like yourself. Apple users, don't forget that you can listen and subscribe on iTunes. If you're not there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com. That's where you can find our latest breaking reverse mortgage news, commentary, analysis, blog articles, and our monthly Top 100 Heckam Lenders Report. Until next week, happy originating.